it's Lena Webb and Michael Sharp. I'm back in Somerville. I just uh, got here after a long, hot drive through the hotness of the hot Massachusetts. It, it is not unhot here now. Um, we got the fans running. Apologize for any uh, white noise you Ambient may hear. Ambient garbage truck. <laughs> yeah. Windows are Dog open. Barking, Dogs barking. Child wailing. It's the city. This is the gritty, gritty city. Hot town, summer in the city. city. Back That's back. my operatic. <laughs> <laughs> Hot town, summer in the city. We're an operetta. That's me false, falsetting it. Falset it and forget it. Falset it and forget it. So uh, we're here to do, uh, we're to tape some, uh, at least one show, <laughs> at least this show. To tape some podcasts. Possibly another. Um, yeah, so this is episode four. Welcome to episode four. And uh, I can't believe we've made it. I know. This all far. this way in time and space. <laughs> Um, and it's been a, a while since we recorded one of these, so we're eager to get uh, the ball back rolling again. And uh, <laughs> re-roll so, the re-roll ball. Re-roll the ball. Uh, roll a ball. So we're <laughs> re-roll a ball. So we're <laughs> re-roll uh, one's ball. Re-roll. No, stop. No. So we're going our our crossword uh, uh, segment for this uh, crossword specifically crossword related segment. <laughs> For this, it's all crossword related, but <laughs> the uh, crossword part of the crossword podcast. Yeah, there's a drinking part, which is only nominally crosswordy, and then there's this part, the first part, which is uh, explicitly crosswordy. So we're gonna deal with um, uh, what we're calling a good good clues for bad fill, uh, or rescuing bad fill with a good clue, and the importance of doing that and give some appreciation. That's right to people who've written clues. It's not well. easy. It's not easy. Not easy to what? Write a good clue, and we we don't really talk about why, but we acknowledge that it is the case. Yeah, it's not it's not easy in general, and and for very frequently appearing words, it can be particularly troublesome. I've, you can ask anyone who's made a lot of puzzles. I mean, I've seen people sort of virtually exclaim, "I got to write another damn clue for Oreo." Correct. So, so uh, so we're gonna give some appreciation to those who have. Um, Written some good ones um, and try to encourage people yeah. to give care to your clues, even in, even if it's um, laborious. Seems laborious to do so. Yes. So, and we're going to focus on the word elope. Yes, that know, is our that is our that's the word example word. Yeah, that's our example word that we tee off on. So <laughs> it'll be it'll be fun. Lots of running away and and then we ha- we have our beloved a uh, drinking segment. Yes, um, our precious. It's well known and. <laughs> So this time we're going. We're 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 headed to the to the bubbly, bubbly That's town. Right. Bubble town, double bubble trouble with you and me. You took me to bubbly town. What do, and we, 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 where we drink? Uh, uh, Moet. Moet, and then something from uh, the Italian Piedmont wine region of Asti. Asti. A S T I. So uh, elope in the. On the front end and champagne Shame on the back end. Yeah, that's right. And champagne for my fake friends and real pain for <laughs> girlfriends. What is that, is that saying? <laughs> Just like that, actually. Exactly. Um, yeah, so we pop some corks, blow some minds. We do. In case we didn't uh, flag it, uh, uh, if you hear oh. random, what sounds like gunshots, it's actually uh, our sound engineer, Braden, um, opening champagne. Yes, our yeah. sound engineer slash... Somalia. So when you hear a gunshot and you hear us jump, that's that's corks a corks a poppin'. Yes. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> you don't like that? No. Oh, okay, we can cut that. <laughs> well, now we can. I can't make the oh. sound. Oh, oh that's pop. right. We tried. Yeah. Can you do mouth can, sounds? No. Oh, that's horrible. I you can't make a. <laughs> can anyone? Pop. <laughs> 
It's the same as like gun sounds. Pop. Like I can't. That's the only mouth sound I can make. Oh, Brayden can do it. Wait, do it again. Oh, oh that's nice. Wow, that's too good. It's too smooth. I just, end up my, I just end up gouging Here's my, my gum. mouth sound. <laughs> Ratatat. Okay. That's it. We're just like babies. It's disgusting. We can't do fancy mouth sounds. <laughs> Turn this nanny cam off. All right, let's get to elopen with All you. All right. All right. So I'm here and happy to be asking you. Michael, about one of my favorite parts of the crossword construction process, and one that I think I've griped about as being made to seem less important or maybe not as crucial to the overall enjoyment of a puzzle as the fill. I'm talking about the clues. That was a long road to saying we're going to talk about the clues. Cluing. Right. I'm defensive, I guess. I know you are. I You're, feel defensive. You, I wrote down, why is the cluing a chore? That was your quote. I'm quoting <laughs> you. I think it's because it is a chore. So we're going to talk about, uh, not cluing per se, but about uh, trying to make your old fill or tired fill or overly familiar fill or crossword ease, quote unquote, uh, interesting. Try to make the clues at least not out of a box and dumb and boring. Because the fill is. When you're putting fill in there, you should be feeling a little bit bad about it. Not some fill, it. bad fill. Bad fill. Like I, the tired, the, the poor, right. whatever you just well, said. Well, you shouldn't, okay, so um, the, but not all, you shouldn't always feel bad. Well, no, but the point is then maybe you want to put a little more effort where yeah. you just kind of leaned in on some easy fill, some crossword ease, some tired stuff, then give it a little extra. So people seem very fond of writing wacky clues for it's the one common answer that seems to bring out the punsmith and <laughs> the funny maker in a lot uh, or attempted funny making in a lot of constructors and that word is elope because it involves so many things yeah running away getting hitched you've got all kinds of vows pun but fantastic possibilities there's just Bonkers! I'll do, um, these are only the question mark ones now. And these are from all kinds of puzzles, not just the NYT. Right? Become running mates? Perfect. Form a secret union? Make a running start at marriage? <laughs> uh, and this is one I really liked from uh, Brad Wilbur and Doug Peterson. Expedite some union business? That one is question mark. just out there. But that's the thing it's is you good. go out and you're into, now you're into the realms yeah. of not just getting wed, but... Hitch, all the hitch puns, mm-hmm. all the union puns, anything involving running. And so it just seems kind of endless. The one that comes right to mind, which is the one that I think of first when I think of dumb elope, or dumb, fun, but dumb. Dumb fun. Elope clues is take the honey and run, which I think is a Peter Gordon clue from um, times of yore. But uh, I mean, it's classic. It's classic. Like vanilla. You know, it's good. <laughs> Opt for the window instead of the aisle? Whoa. Oh, what? That's pretty good. That's good. When Who was is that, that from? Uh, that is Josh Knapp. Hey, Josh Knapp. Nice uh, clue. September 2011. Unless it was Will's clue, in which case, nice clue, Will. But that's good. So we asked people today on Twitter 
if they had good examples of clues, uh, good clues that have been used for stale fill or common fill, if you don't want to be judgmental. And crossword Twitter never disappoints. Well, sometimes it disappoints. I don't but know. Today it did not. They rise to any challenge. So we got uh, we got a bunch. I'm gonna uh, we'll start with uh, um, the word oleo. Yeah. Which you probably see more times than you care to. And that's the O-L-E-O. Right. To the more common oleo. There's O-L-I-O, meaning, uh, what do you call it? Small amount. Or no. no, Oh, a mixture. It's a mixture. Yes. A smorgasbord. Salamagundi. Is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah. No. It means some kind of, here and there, odds and ends, an oleo. An oleo. But But we are talking about the margarine. Um, And uh, Laura Bronstein, our friend Laura, um, reminded us of a... A very good clue, which is, um, I can believe it's not butter, which is nice. That's cute. It is cute. And we did a, did a little, we had a look. Where the hell was that yeah. from? Was that real? And uh, on Google Books, uh, I found uh, Natan Last's uh, collection, Word, which was published about five years ago. And it's a collection of puzzles by people under 30. And by the way, there's an entire collection on Google Books of that. I assume if you wanted to, you could just print. I'm not, I'm, I think you should buy Natan's book, but if you were cheap. <laughs> Uh, you can just uh, print off the PDF. I from feel like I feel like having something be in Google Books is like the equivalent of having some like dusty leather bound tome. At <laughs> this know. point, it's like what you found it on in Google in the future. Books? It'll be like finding something in a secret <laughs> library somewhere. It's like, like oh shit, that's from 2011. I've it's a Google book. The yeah. talisman of Google Books. <laughs> Um, anyway, we've tracked it down. Uh, I can believe it's not butter. It's from a puzzle by Jonah Kagan in uh, in Natan uh, Last's collection uh, called Word. Um, so th- th- there it is. Also, yeah. buy Natan's buy Natan's book. Don't don't don't, don't take it off of yeah. the mythical Google books. <laughs> uh, so I-, I can believe it's not butter. That's cute. I mean, that's because cute. it's not. Yes, it's, it is cute. I actually thought I can't believe it's not butter. Just as a, the slogan alone seems to me a reasonable. <laughs> clue because if it's a facsimile of butter then it's meant Certainly. to trick me so I, I could go that direction but I do like the I do like his little twist thing I can okay so we also heard from Finn Vigland oh Finn um He's going to be your neighbor soon. He's going to be my neighbor. Um, he also just recently like furiously constructed a crossword puzzle in response to, um, I guess, a pretty sad Harry Potter it tribute was, puzzle. It was pretty sad. And I think what really tipped him in the end was the fact that the guy was British, a crossword setter even, a well-known crossword setter. But not a fan but of Harry Potter. he hadn't read the books. No. He hadn't read the books. So Finn lost his cool. And he and rage just constructed. <laughs> rage constructed. Can it was you a believe new thing. He invented rage construction. He did. And he and he like it was all fire and brimstone and and did I didn't solve the puzzle. Did you solve fire it? Fire and brimstone. Uh, I did, yes. Oh no, it's fantastic. <laughs> I don't want to give too much away. I'll actually put it on the site okay. uh, when we put this up. But yeah, I'll have to solve in, it. Inside of 90 minutes, he bragged. Uh, <laughs> he made a tribute puzzle, which was uh, to to be Completely honest, actually better than the one that was in the time. That's that's just objective. Um, so I think it set off his fandom and his crossword construction engines. Yeah. And trigger warning. He it triggered him hard, and he constructed something beautiful. So let that let it never be said that rage produces nothing good or is a completely destructive emotion. I, I would think never say that. You can channel it to good ends. So Finn's feel good clue for Phil is. It's past due. No, don't say it. You have to be. It's past due. It's past due. Question mark. D U E question mark. 
And you're supposed to go, it's past due. Is that like a bill? Oh, my period. Unless you've done a million crosswords. <laughs> in which case you're like, oh, it's past due, the Italian word for two. And so the answer, three letters, is tre. T-R-E. It's past due? So it's past due. My baby? <laughs> I'm nine and a half months pregnant? It's past due. A for Trey. For Trey. And that's cute. Uh, uh, actually, I don't remember the chronological order, but who cares? Uh, <laughs> one of them uh, was a clue for ESP uh, by uh, uh, Mr. Jeremy Newton. And uh, it's actually, I like this one. I and think it was, great. you thinking what I'm thinking? Question mark. So what's great about that is that it's a legit question. Yes. So the question mark is even questionable. Right. Like, Anyway. You're thinking um, what I'm thinking? For, what did we say? ESP. ESP. Yeah, it's really good. And then uh, and, Andy wanted to, to uh, uh, flaunt. We assume this is from one of his own puzzles. We're not sure. But anyway, he had a clue for or. O-R-E, which you'll see all the damn time yeah. in puzzles. So, uh, and Lena gave this clue side-eye. I, she couldn't quite figure out how it worked, yeah, even I though it's I obvious. Yeah, I still... What? But <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to say it, and then you're going to tell me why you side-eyed okay. it. Okay, so, and the clue is, <laughs> okay. and I think it's brilliant. Uh, he who smelted dealt it. <laughs> Question mark. <laughs> he who smelted dealt it. Question mark. Uh, maybe dealt in it, like no, the dealer see, in ore. That's what I don't understand. He who smelted dealt, dealt it. it. Uh, it's a fart joke and a perfect <laughs> clue for ore, all on the same. And he changed sm- smelled it to smelted. smelted. Yeah, on. I mean that's nice, but come on. No, yeah. I uh uh-uh. uh. I don't. What I don't like is the dealing of the ore. Oh, is it imprecise? If it just <laughs> if it ended with the smelting. He who smelted. That's you know just what I mean. The like if, if you dealt only with the smelt. The ore is the smelty. <laughs> um, I guess it also implies that he sold his ore. Yeah, don't you? What do you? Well, why are you smelting for fun? You deal in in the stuff that you smelt. You smelt the ore, and then you deal. You actually deal probably not in the ore, but in the thing that you smelted from the ore. But That's just you because get. you smelt doesn't mean you deal. It's like it's like he who does this thing. Dealt it? So a smelter it's a is not necessarily an, uh, an, yeah. a metals dealer. Yeah, that's, like, that's your that's your objection <laughs> that's here. Objection. Wow. It's a metal. Look um, between the I, I for me the question mark and the fart jokeness of it all it just carries it into the sunset. <laughs> fan. The end. Fan. End of roll of credits. I am a fan of that one. So. Uh, I mean, those Who's are... Ava? Oh, Evan. Oh. I've written... I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, Evan wrote in. Evan Bernholtz. Ava Bernholtz. Ava Bernholtz. Writes the WAPO Sunday. Yeah. You don't like the word WAPO? No. I don't either. It's, it's like, terrible sounding like coming the, out of your mouth, like, like in print. It's like the word Boston. When I look at it, I'm like, oh, sure, WAPO. But when I hear it, it sounds like... <laughs> it just looks bad. Or you're trying to say Whopper, but you're yeah. a child. I'd like a WAPO. WAPO. Mommy. WAPO. <laughs> pounding your pounding your whatever you pound on your child your sister uh, so Evan no uh, aka Ava burn he writes the Sunday puzzle he took over Merle's job as the the late great Merle Regal he took over his job as the writer editor of the Sunday Washington Washington Post, Post. puzzler puzzle um, and is, is is doing a bang up job job over there of that. So, but he wrote in about about ba ba, which oh. is you see all the time. And you're left, you're lucky. You just see it as b a a and not as a verb form like baing or bad past tense. 
which happened. It happens. Is that B-A-A-E-D? It is. It's a legit word, bod. Oh, you've got a hot bod. (laughs) I can't even deal with the regular word bod. I know. Let alone past tense sheep sound. A sheep is like flexing at you. (laughs) It's bod. Anyway, the word bob, the sound the sheep makes is a crossword staple. Uh, I don't know whose clue this is, but Evan uh, brought it to our attention. Uh, a clue for bot, and uh, that's what sheep said. <laughs> Come on, it's no, good. No, nope. That's what sheep said. It's a perfect pun on that's what she said. I like, I mean, it's, I'm sad we did all the good ones. It has now to we're getting into the, it you don't, I think that's a good I don't one. think it's good at all. Oh my God. I'm, it's not worth I'm, it. Why even? That's like, what sheep said. Why are you so negative on these brilliant <sighs> clues? I not this one. I'm cheerleading for that one. All right. Well, someone needs to. Yeah. That's what Sheep said. <laughs> See, now I'm going to use it all the time. You're going to love it. Okay, so now we're going to get to the to Eric's. Oh. Eric's clue for nay, which is Scottish negative. Again, you see it all the time. It's, and it's a good example, because I would say nay is actually crossword is not good fill. Unlike ESP and OR, which Andy Kravis really wants you to know, he doesn't think oh. it's bad fill. Yeah. He just knows it's overly common. Whereas nay... I don't know why I just did it like a horse, <laughs> a Scottish horse. Nay. N-A-E is probably, you could say it's bad fill. Like, no one would put nay in a puzzle and go, nailed it, nailed it, <laughs> nailed it. Get it? That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> so, uh, it was what a clue was, for nay. Okay. N-A-E. Scottish. Um, chiefly. Not, or no, chiefly. <laughs> chiefly is a good adverb. So, and, and Eric's clue, and only some of you are going to get this, apparently, because Lena didn't. Oh, oh come I know. on. I know, I'm outing you. I'm sorry. This is not the first time you've made me seem it's like I live under a rock less on than this hip. podcast. You're 13 years younger than me, and yet somehow. Less than hip. Yeah. Uh, and the clue was, turn down for what? <laughs> turn down for what? <laughs> turn down for what? As in W-A-T-T, the Scottish inventor. So his turn down... <laughs> I'm explaining the joke. It's always funnier when you explain the joke. His turn down is nay. Yep. And you didn't know what turn down for what is. Yeah, so that was the my baseline. problem. I knew that it, I knew the answer. Do you know what that's what that's what she said is? Have you heard of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. Man. Turn down for what? So that's is a, is a, a song. Is a song. Yeah. Who yeah. sings it? The turn down for what guy. Hang on. <laughs> I'm not that cool apparently. See? Uh, so turn down for what? I actually think that's the that's a that's a huge winner. Huge winner. Oh yeah, it's got it all. It's got everything. So that meets your things standards. I know, things I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> it has everything. Oh nay. <laughs> nay, so, nay, uh, nay. So anyway, that's some, some good examples. I mean, there's pretty high bars. A lot of those. Yeah. Uh, bars. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you said. All right. I think we're done with this. I think we're done. Sweet. Take the honey and run. No. Are we ready? We're ready. We're always ready to drink. Okay, so I'm here in Somerville and we're about to drink uh, champagne and champagne-like beverages in the middle of the afternoon. It's a sweltering, I don't know how many damn degrees outside, uh, but uh, I've already had a gin and tonic, so I'm ready to go with our segment on uh, champagne, which was uh, precipitated by, inspired by the crossword fill Osti, A-S-T-I, and to a lesser extent, Moet. Moet. Which is pronounced Moet. So at the end of episode three, I gently corrected Michael when he said Moet, but... She was Mo wrong. I was... Mo wrong and right. 
Mo wrong than right? It's Moet. It is Moet. And I don't know how the French of that goes down, but there's like an umlaut on the E. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I just want to say, yeah, I screwed that up and so, I'm and I'm here to, to own it. So it's bubbly wine uh, today. And uh, with us is uh, our senior Wikipedia correspondent. Uh, what's your name again? <laughs> it's Ben. It's Ben. Ben, ben Smith. Hi, Ben. Hey, guys. Always happy to pop in. Uh, and so he's going to help us with, uh, oh, oh, he did a little pun and I, I talked right pun. over it. Sorry, that was good. And uh, he's going to help us with certain definitional things. Uh, Lena and I will have a tendency to digress, but he'll keep us uh, uh, grounded with the hardcore uh, definitions straight from the wiki. Is definitional a word? Uh, It It is is now. So we have Moet, which is a champagne. And it is basically one of the most corporate champagnes there is. What does corporate mean? It's like a... a So basically they're owned by like Hennessy as well okay. so like they become absorbed by something larger and can mass produce champagne so so yeah we it's 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 basically you're paying for the name is is my argument so we're gonna drink some moet and then but you we're seem gonna, to be implying that it's mediocre full disclosure i don't know the last time i've had a glass of moet okay. i don't hang out with the right crowd <laughs> Um, <laughs> but my understanding based on just having something that is mass produced yeah. and very expensive yeah. doesn't mean it's going to be good. And okay. I will go into that thinking, uh, you know, either wow me or I'm going to hate your product. Oh, I guess we're going to find out. Yeah. Um, and so can we, I, I just up front get a little a definitional, uh, uh <laughs> <laughs> defi- definitional action on, uh, what champagne is because it's a region. Correct. It is a region, and it's actually not just down to the region, because the easy answer to that is it's sparkling wine, and it has to be from Champagne. Okay. It has to be from the Champagne region of France. Um, it's also about the production method. I don't know the specifics of the, I think it's like the method Champenoise, and this is definitely some work for our correspondent here. I'm, I'm already um, on But it. that's also boring details. We can stick with the simple definition that it is simply a sparkling wine that has to come from champagne the way... Um, Camembert? Cognac. Cognac. Cognac has to come from cognac. It's, well, right it's sort of like how Kleenex have to come from the Kleenex region of France. Right. And Xerox. <laughs> Etc. Exactly. Um, Do you have anything quickly to add about the champagne or to confirm quickly? Um, let's see, so sparkling wines are produced worldwide, but many legal structures reserve the word champagne exclusively for sparkling wines from the Champagne region, made in accordance with a lot of French words that I don't know because I'm an uncultured American. <laughs> this is why we hired this him. Is- <laughs> oh, the, the village of Champagne, Switzerland, has traditionally made a still wine label as champagne. <laughs> just to be assholes? Yeah, just, just to be that one person. <laughs> just to totally confuse everyone. Just to be like, hi, friends, we can make champagne, too. So it's <laughs> Asti, not champagne, then. Well, that's that's a whole second okay, thing. Okay, so let here. me open another tab. We're no, going to no, no, no. deal with Moet first. We have a lot on the menu right we'll now. Co- we'll come back to that. We'll come back to Asti. Because basically, we've got the Moet right here, and we're going to open it. Oh, yeah. So Moet's a dude's name, right? Moet and Chandon. Yeah, it's Claude Moet. I cannot believe it's Claude Moet. <laughs> Claude Moet. It's like one letter off Claude Monet, and nobody has made a puzzle about that. Thank you. She's handing me a nice glass of bubbly. Here we go. Look at how fancy it is. Oh, I mean, as long as we're talking names, so it's Claude Moet and Pierre-Gabriel Chandon. I've got a vague whiff of urinal cake. 
Oh, back on the urinal cake. And I think that was the first way you described the first Riesling we had, too. And basically, if anything alcohol is off, it skews toward urinal cake. That's just my go-to. What reference. do you mean, off? Not like I want to put my tongue in it. <laughs> that's how you... As I would not want to put that, my tongue on a urinal that's cake. How they, that's how they tell you how to uh, taste champagne. You know, we did cooing last time. Like you just, you're supposed to just stick your tongue into the, into the champagne. That's not it a burns. thing. That's not a thing. You made that up? Yep. She just made me stick my tongue in champagne. So what I look for in a champagne is the breadiness. It gives you something to chew on a little bit, quote unquote, like um, something a little bit more complex. So what are you tasting, Michael, in this Moet? Bubbles. So, I mean, this to me is falling pretty flat. Haha. <laughs> I think it's fine. It tastes fine to me. I'm sort of surprised that it's not... I, in my mind, it's a much more common word in crosswords than it appears to be from the... Uh, ah, yes. Database. So I got Shorts Era 23, 23 examples, which seems not a ton for a four letter yeah. word of that, of, of what seems to me like crossword easiness. Mm-hmm. Um, the clues are all incredibly boring. So if you're, uh, if you ever got to put Moet in a puzzle, you might think about doing something different from blank et chandon or champagne name or bubbly choice or big name and bubbly. Or Chandon's partner. Oh, that one's sad. No, they're all I don't sad. Know. <laughs> I feel like that. A lot one's of these are just totally recycled. They're in some database. Well, because that sad. one, that one's sad because it's not referring to the product. It's just referring to the other guy. It's yeah. like no one knows Moet because he's a guy. Well, you could have champagne name. That's the worst one of all of these. <laughs> but seriously, none of them are good. Well, I would say neither is the champagne. So you're I, I, okay. Boom. Snobby. <laughs> Snobby. So basically what we've just accomplished is we dressed down Moet and now he now might. do you want to do you want to open something I'm really going to hate? Oh, you're really going to hate Austin? Oh, you yes. You're committed to hating it ahead of time. See, I feel like there's your your mainstream well, there's, media there's agenda. Uh, oh my god, he's killing us. With uh, uh, <laughs> beautiful. I'm going to love Austin just to piss you off. I actually died when he uncorked that. I just died. <laughs> um, so as long as we're talking Austin. No, it's hurt. I just died. <laughs> it's the hurt. That's the important part of that song. That's it sounds not, like you, um, okay, so <laughs> It's a hurt. It's not hurt. <laughs> hurt. I just died in your arms. It must, <laughs> must have been something you uncorked. All right. Um, so Osti. I should have walked away. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. Osti. So Osti. As long as we're we're getting into the, this bottle, uh, is a sparkling white Italian wine that's produced throughout Southern Piedmont, but it's primarily focused around the towns of Asti and Alba. Uh, much like champagne can only from, come from the Champagne region of France, uh, there is a pardon my butchering of this a denominazione di origine. Origine controlada de garantita. Oh, that around. was like part Italian. Oh, that yeah. was rough, man. That was that was real rough. But it anyways, does, it there's is, a DOCG, which is apparently Italy's largest producing appellation. Uh, but anyways, the, basically, Osti can only come from like Osti. Oh, really? So it's made from the Moscato Bianco grape. All right. So anyway, I, know, I, I had a whiff of this, and I'm just I'm just very concerned. Kool Aid. Kool-Aid? This yeah, is like Kool-Aid the, like that the, someone farted well, in. Well, no, this is like a, there's like a Sugar. sweetness to the smell yeah. of this. Oh, my God. Compared to the other two. This is much sweeter. You can, before it even gets to your face, you can see, it's like, oh, what's that? Yeah, oh, like a mead? What's that? It's like a... Uh, Fun dip? Oh, yeah. Is but that yeah, what you're like talking it, about? It's, it's a sugar that you dip in sugar. <laughs> like that's Ooh, it gonna... smells like butter melted in sugar. God, it's hard to get past the smell. It's disgusting. Ass tea. 
ass tea. <laughs> ass that is, tea, ha. Why am I still drinking this? Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'm just polite and Midwestern, so I finish my glass. So, but, but most of the time, Asti is glued to sparkling wine. Or something from the Piedmont wine region. But I'm here's here's a good example. This is a stretch of Asti cluing from nine through ninety-six. Late 95 through 97. I'm going to read you every Aussie clue there is in order. Italian Wine City, Italian Wine City, Italian Wine Center, Italian <laughs> Wine Center, Italian Wine Region, Italian Wine Region, Italian Wine Region, Blanks Bumonti, Blanks Bumonti, Italian Wine Center, Blanks Bumonti, Vino Region, Italian Wine Region, Italian Wine Region, Italian Wine Center, Blanks Bumonti. Stop me if you think you heard this one before. I mean, that's a, over a year's worth of Aussie clues, and they're all... The same. Oh, Jesus. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's what was going on in 96. Now, and this is my new theory, which we're going to test later, which is that recent cluing is much less apt to fall, the last few years especially, much less apt to be a recycled clue. I feel yeah. like there is this way in which, for whatever reason, more information, blogs, etc., People, cluers have been clued into the fact that there are, some of these clues are just, they're just out of a box. So people who care um, are trying to find ways that are original and still easy. That's a really tough thing to do. Um, so if you look at more recent clues, um, they're much less recycled. But stuff that's happened in the last two years it's le- much less likely. Do, do you think that it has something to do with people looking back and realizing that their simple clue has been used thirty times and they need to up their game? Yeah, some of it is. Some of it is um, that there is a, a, a obviously a culture out there that knows and and keeps track of and can talk about this stuff. When you become aware of that, it becomes you're much. I think you're much more likely to want to be different. People now have access to all the information where they didn't before in the mid in the mid nineties. You just go, are going on like what you remember, and what you remember is, is out of a box. It makes sense. There's no reason now to be having your clues out of a box. Also, indie puzzles. You know, we have a venue now where anything goes, so you're not worried about the breakfast test. You're not really worried so much about that kind of stuff, and like... I think that raises the bar. And so when I did a bunch of indie puzzles, when I started making my first crosswords... I wanted to be original. I didn't want to have, you know, I would look and see what previous clues were. Right. And I would work really hard to not do those clues. Right. And here's the thing is that you don't, we're not talking just about being outrageous or breakfast tests. We're just talking about being somewhat different in phrasing. So if I read you now, everything, every Aussie clue since 2015, even at the New York Times, they're different. Piedmont wine, Barbera de Blanc, Italian wine, Blanc Spumante, Piedmont City, Bubbly Option, City Between Turin and Genoa. Uh, it's not, you know, ooh, that's a brilliant clue, but it is like, let's just learn a little more, spice it up, do something a little different. And if you do that with all of your clues, now it's when, you, when you're a solver, you're not just like, seeing it, seeing it, seeing it, seeing it. It does become a little, like, rote, and it's nice now. Oh, Michael just made the mistake of having another sip of the Asti. <laughs> you know what's weird? I like Moscato. I like sweet wines. This is Martini and Rossi Asti. This is like I drank... This is not good. Um, hand lotion. <laughs> I know exactly what you Dude, mean. It's like a cosmetic product smell. I poured mine into this dump glass, so if you want to pour yours into the dump glass and get a little... I've, I've drank worse... I've drank. <laughs> I have drunk. 
one. I drank. I have drunk. He right? drank. Worse. I'm looking for confirmation. These people can't help me at all. I don't. I don't I've think it matters. Worse, but yeah, that's that's going in the to the trash glass. Oy. And well, I'll and I'll bring you back to like mediocrity with a little splash of the moet. Okay. Oh, the moet. I'm sorry. So anyway, I hope you've learned a little something about. So any wet. So any anyway. <laughs> I hope you've learned something about, I know I have, about sparkling wines, moets, brutes, asties, uh, and also about the importance of uh, cluing your damn puzzles with a little bit of thought. You don't got to spend all day, but like just give it a look-see. There are databases you can see, and you know, if it comes to you right away, chances are you've seen it before. So, you know, maybe it's inconsequential, but maybe you can just dress it up a little. Yeah, make it pop. Pop. Make it pop on oh, quick. Yeah. Cut. Cut. Cut that We're shit out. done. Well, well, well. Well, well, what have we here? <laughs> it it's looks, the end of the show. Looks like another successful episode wrapped up. Of On the Grid. Of On the Grid. Double Ot 4. Episode double lot four. You started doing that right away. I'm literally... It's funny that I said that. It's because we have hundreds of these? No, because 007, he, what does he drink? A martini. And what am I holding, literally holding, in my hand right now? A martini. Thank you. Double lot four. Double oh four. But aught? That's like too British. Is it? Too British for Bond? Yeah. Shut up. <laughs> I'm, pouring one out, I'm pouring one out for Roger. Double lot more. <laughs> He's got two O's in his name. And For your eyes <laughs> only. It's my Sheena Easton. I could do sh- Sugar Walls for you, too. If you'd like. Are you just going to sing the Bond songs? I am. I'll sing all the Bond songs. Wow. We There's like, a Carly Simon one. <laughs> I know. That one's really good, actually. Darling, you're the best. I wasn't looking. But somehow, somehow I found, found you. You found me. You found me. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't looking. <laughs> I tried to. But it is. What, what's the title, though? Is it, is it just called The Spy Who Loved um, Me? Yes, The Spy Who Loved Me. That's, yeah. yeah, she just worked, She just slid that into her DMs to but make she, the movie. <laughs> and she also like says it in the song really quietly. She like goes, she doesn't the want. Spy Who Loved Me. Like, Shrug. She, just, she had to yeah. do it, but the rest of the song is like awesome. Um, so what were we talking about? Oh, we, at I was the end say, of the show. We got like, we didn't even get off the ground. Like, in relation to anything we need to talk we were about. off the ground and then some. So <laughs> I'm drinking a martini, and it's the end of the show. It's the end of the show. Yeah. So we had a good show, uh, and... I mean, uh, that's really not up to us to say. Well, I had a good time <laughs> doing the as, show. As ever. So uh, what's uh, what's oh, our next? plans for episode double lot five? Well, I think we're going to talk about a, another wine. So another, we, this yes. is like a three-wine streak. We went from Riesling to Bubs. Bubs. And now to... Rico. No, it's not. Soave. 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 They tell you how to pronounce it. Soave. S-O-A-V-E. Which doesn't occur too much, but I definitely learned of its existence from crosswords. And I've never had it. So what? Yeah, this is going to be a total... You know how much wine you've had to <laughs> drank in your lifetime and you've never had a Suave? Nope. Not that I knew of. <sighs> unless someone slipped me a Suave. You've had a Moselle. Uh, no, I don't think I have. Or Rioja? Yes. Okay. 
Anyway. Anyway, next time we're going to do, we're going to drink a suave. And it'll be just a new experience for everyone. Who knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And then uh, for crosswords, we're going to talk about a phenomenon where you put put a high-value Scrabble letters into the corners and little pockets and crannies of your grid because you think that they're cool (laughs) but ruin everything in the process. And And uh, it it has been dubbed... Scrabble-ing. Scrabble-beeping. Yeah. Scrabble-fudging. <laughs> it's Scrabble-fucking, but I'm, we're hoping that iTunes doesn't ban us for having said that. So we're going to talk about doing that to your grid and the yep. ups and considerable downs um, involved. That was, that was real good. Downs, it was good. Professional. I thought so. Um, in uh, doing that to your grid. Uh, so that's <laughs> our that's our plans for Double Lot 5 for next yep. time. And... Uh, and scene scene all right we'll see you next time for double lot five bye bye